Hello, dear listeners, and welcome to the VVA podcast. My name is Leila Resme. And I'm Christina Tomino. And today's episode is episode number five, entitled, It is Not the System. Yes, today we're talking about systems and traditions. And, uh, and we will actually start as we used to do normally uh, by looking up the word in the dictionary. So um, uh, what is tradition? Tradition, I'm going to read it, is the transmission of customs or beliefs from generation to generation. So it's something that uh, we, um, is a custom. So it's something that was built uh, in time and, and, and in some way, uh, as it kind of worked and was tested in some way, then it started to become something more solid. It's like giving kind of a structure and a foundation for a community to kind of ideally work better in, in, in some way. It give, gives values and anything that can create that kind of uh, structure. Um, and yeah, like you said, it's really important to actually realize that it's something that evolves over a really long period of time. And that is actually, you know, it creates the whole foundation for our society. It's not just something that someone has made up it's something that has been going on for you know many many years and it we use it to you know preserve ancient wisdom for example and to create like a sort of guideline for for the society yes but of course then it has the kind of positive aspects Mm. and the negative aspects because it's all is tradition always good or is tradition can all tradition be bad so we're going to understand when is good, when is bad, or if it's the case of actually not considered tradition or if we do need to value tradition in, in, in this podcast. So what are the good aspects that we kind of found thinking of tradition and systems? So as we were already mentioning, it's about creating these uh, foundations and preserving this kind of ancient wisdom, because in reality, things that have been even for like more than 2000 years uh, ago that they were considered um, uh, important back then can be quite valid as well now in some way. So when traditions are good, kind of, they, they're still valid after so many years. They will stand the test of time, basically. But of course, it can happen that traditions can sort of grow a bit rigid. And we, you know, sometimes they can actually get in the way of, you know, the evolution of a society because people are unwilling to adapt and change in a positive direction. Of course, it's important to remember that sometimes the change can be progressive, but sometimes it can be regressive, which is why we're having this conversation so that we understand the sort of balance that is needed so that we basically don't throw out the baby with the bathwater and completely abandon something that is, you know, needed in, in the world. Yeah, I was thinking because, I don't know, in my head, like, I see in this way. So if you are, let's pretend you are learning how to um, uh, cook something like considering like in pre like in prehistory when you uh, needed to learn how to use the fire and these kind of things so you created a way 
and uh, and and then you started to create that kind of uh, habit and custom to I don't know cook in a certain way and use a certain kind of material because maybe you tested first I don't know copper and it worked in a certain way and maybe you tested another kind of material and then you try another one and then you use that habit of because you were all cooking and having together a meal so you were all gathering around this fire because it was the moment that you could actually cook so. Um, you were gathering around that moment at the fire and cooking and eating and maybe you created a tradition and during that generation and some generations after that that actually was still a good experience and was valid and it was kind of uh, refined and to get better and better and carry on having that kind of custom and, and and enjoying it in some way and getting the benefits from this but the thing is when generations like when years pass by and it's a big big kind of a gap between maybe the first generation that created that tradition and maybe thousands of years later, another generation that doesn't really, hasn't really grown inside that kind of experience of understanding why that tradition was born. Like what were the reasons behind doing all that? Because maybe nowadays we don't really use the fire in that way anymore because we actually have kitchens. I'm just, of course, I'm exasperating and I'm using a very extreme example but that kind of uh, behavior of using the pan in a certain way and doing on the thing and then and having your kitchen your own kitchen that kind of um, tradition uh, necessarily will will be different because of course we were saying change actually Heraclitus says that uh, the only um the only constant uh, is change. Only constant is change, correct. So is uh, change is inevitable. So we will, the things will change anyway. But um, understanding when you don't kind of uh, have that kind of experience, even from just close generations and understanding why you do things in a certain way, you kind of lose it. So then there will be like a tendency to just, do something completely different, something completely new. So, or maybe because of course there is as change is involved. Um, but the thing is understanding when, as you were saying, is change, uh, I mean, I think change per se is inevitable and is good, but when is change used to get better, to progression, and when is actually change leading to regression is what makes the difference. Uh, because traditions can be great uh, for, again, bringing that wisdom and that kind of experience that we need and, 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 and habits and customs that are important nowadays. But uh, if we create traditions that are based on wrong foundations, then maybe they're not really good. So it's just understanding what yeah. is the thing. So what um, you were talking before about balance. We're saying, so would it be the key then to uh, kind of um, understanding and using uh, like when is when tradition gives that structure and order that's needed, and when you need to be careful to don't make it too rigid, maybe, yeah. and then becoming too hard to um, uh, like you put yourself in a box, kind of the whole community can put themselves yeah, in a box. Well, like you said. With time, everything changes and with time, knowledge gets lost and forgotten. So sometimes we forget the actual essence of the traditions and then we just stick with the 
we're left almost like with a shell of it right but sometimes even that shell is valuable right for example um i can give an idea of like christmas even though not many people celebrate christmas in the most religious way it's still a good time for them to get together with their family and you know have this time where they appreciate the loved ones etc etc but obviously the the whole essence is actually forgotten so you know going back to the fact that things get forgotten also what can happen is that the original people that come up with the tradition they don't really necessarily understand why they're doing what they're doing it's just that they do what works and sometimes with time when we don't understand why we do what we do we tend to kind of just abandon it and be like well you know we've been doing this for so long why not just get rid of it right mm-hmm. and then when that happens um because we don't really have like wh- whatever new change we introduce we will have to test it over a particular time frame in order to find out whether it's actually good or not and i think obviously sometimes you can be very quick to just abandon something completely bring in this new change and think oh yes we're being progressive and this is the new way and it's good and then you know 50 years pass and we start experiencing all these new problems and we're wondering where they came from and everyone's really confused and it's actually because we have abandoned that one thing that we didn't actually understand fully how it worked and we didn't really know the true value of it because we weren't really we didn't understand it scientifically or maybe you know we just forgot what the the value of it was what the whole purpose was so so in this case, what you were saying, time mm. is so important. So for instance, you were talking about Christmas and it made me think, yes, Christmas, the tradition maybe originally was born to be like together and help others and be good uh, that period. Although I think we should be good every day of the year, not just for Christmas. But yeah, so the idea is like, that moment to stop and think and share and be all together and think of others and etc etc but change has brought maybe christmas to be more like a kind of there is nothing of spiritual in the there's very little of spiritual in the in the celebration it's more about a commercial kind of um uh, celebration where you just buy uh, presents for everyone sometimes you don't even know what to buy but you just need to buy it otherwise that person will not get something and that will not be good or maybe just spending in so much money and children having so much where it's not even more about sharing and, and being together and caring in reality is more about spending that money and and like it becomes the shell as you were saying almost like empty like a shell rather than understanding that the value maybe of Christmas is actually sharing doesn't mean having uh, buying lots of presents for everyone but maybe sharing or like about uh, Santa coming and giving you presents maybe it's actually teaching children the importance of sharing what they have already without needing to buy something new or maybe about sharing like and helping others that that time or, or like these kind of things where you actually lose that kind of 
real meaning and tradition. So mm -hmm. um, as uh, I think, as you were saying, time can be very, very an important component because it does take time. It takes time to experience things, to test them, to make mistakes, make it work, try again. So that's what uh, kind of perfection. Like a trial and error, isn't it? And I always think of it this way. Instead of abandoning things completely, we should actually work on refining them. Because if we want to make something better, and that that applies to us on a personal level as well. If we're a practitioner of something and we want to improve ourselves, we don't just, you know, abandon ourselves completely and, you know, just keep starting new things. What we do instead is we practice over a long period of time and we refine ourselves. And I think this is what we have to do with um, traditions as well. We have to slowly refine them, but never abandon them completely yeah. so that we're still left with that essence because in the end it is usually the kind of spiritual aspect of a lot of traditions that is very important and now it seems like that is almost completely gone and it's almost like you know getting rid of traditions it's almost like you know pulling out a chair from underneath someone who's sitting down and you know then wondering why have they fallen over you know so it's like it's these structures that have been built on over this really long period of time. And I think it's because they actually, they relate to like the basic universal laws of living. And this is why we might not understand them because, you know, a lot of the times we might um, actually evolve them when we haven't fully comprehended the whole thing but it's almost like our instinct our spiritual instinct or our instinct to you know have like a good society and this is what drives us to it and then when we get rid of it it's like we get rid of this root of the society and I then think, yeah because I think the problem is that nowadays because we live in a modern society and everything is about uh, technology and science and fast pace and, and busyness and, and all these kinds of things. The fact that we don't, we don't even stop, we're always chasing the next uh, new updated and best uh, uh, piece of anything, of uh, phone or, or, or any kind of technology. We don't even give the time to properly understand and stop and test and 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 think that's why we're talking about time that why is important because nowadays we don't we don't know we don't know what's patient and that is actually if you, you think, think every every few months there's something new and we're constantly being showered with this new technology and new things and we have no idea of the consequences long term and that includes things like food you know we stopped having well not everyone but I think slowly people are realizing all of these things that when we don't share a meal with our family and our close ones at least once in a day there isn't you know much to hold the family together so these things are actually really important and we forget about them because oh now it's so easy to just you know pick up you know a takeaway or do something like that and actually the cooking of the meal can can be really important um similarly with things like you know technology it's not the same texting someone constantly to actually have an in-person conversations and 
also things like relationships you know the back in the day we used to have proper marriage structures and now it's like you know people just hook up they have a different person every weekend we really don't know how this will affect us in the long term because we haven't evolved for this yeah. and I, I think actually distances us the more we focus on uh, technology and 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 all this stuff like you know fast pace and all this stuff we actually distance us from our from listening to ourselves and and this natural uh, law that you were talking before about because if you think nature has mm they're natural like they have the seasons they have i don't know the way when like somebody's growing it's not just you just put a seed and it will go the day after because you need it now because you need to sell it or you need to have food now you have to wait and there is a reason and there's a wisdom behind it so the fact that we want to kind of um shorten more and more the gap between these kind of natural wisdom and flow of things to just get into having everything now 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 it is actually i think it's actually very bad because it's it really distances to who we are and, and to listen to our soul and and his whispers and 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 being patient and understanding that in order to crop something you do need to give it the time to to, to grow yes so um, and, and in some ways, a way as well to distancing us from God and this whole universal thing. So it's like we're creating this gap. It's mm. becoming more and more widened between the natural things. And, and that is what deviates. You know, before we were saying about uh, finding a balance, no? you were saying between uh, um, good and positives and negatives and when to keep traditions. In reality, I think a balance is not even enough. It's not about finding the balance there in like what is good in tradition or is not. It's more than that. I think it's about understanding um, to get closer instead to this natural flow because the more we get closer to that, the more we get connected to this, the more change of course will happen but the more we will refine these traditions as you were talking about. It will be more like a building change where we, you know, build a foundation and we build on top of it. And then after some time we have like, you know, a full tower built, mm -hmm. right? But when we don't have that, it's like we're constantly, you know, trying to, it's like we're throwing, I don't know, stones and hoping that there's going to be like a building um as a result of this and obviously that's not going to happen and we have um all of these distractions because so much is changing all at the same time we are completely unable to distinguish what thing actually causes a problem and with people that are being born into this when i have never even experienced the more traditional side of life when life was a bit more simple without phones and all of these things they have no idea and because we don't fully know because we're not recognizing you know the the catalyst of yeah. this negative change then you know over time the whole thing gets lost mm -hmm. and I think you know, these kind of like natural laws is what keeps societies going. And I think the reason why we don't hear about failures so much is because 
they never live to see the light of day you know they collapse societies collapse and then it's a mystery what happened to them we only know of the um societies that have actually survived and this is why we carry on these traditions in a way but the thing is at some point things will collapse isn't it happens it has to because if you and it's true like i remember back in my days i didn't have phones if i have to call somebody i needed to use the the Now, yeah, you know everyone's number of my heart. Yeah, you have, you have your little thing with all your numbers. And if you have to meet with your friends, you just knew like, okay, so tomorrow we're meeting here and we're meeting there and it's okay. And I used to go out anyway, even in the evenings and my, my parents trust me anyway. So it's like, it's this kind of um, things and the fact of eating all together around a table and understanding like, and not having, not watching TV or being on phones and just sharing that moment uh, to, uh, I don't know, talk about uh, the day or uh, anything. That is a very valuable, important moment that nowadays doesn't exist. I know many families where the children eat wherever in the house, uh, not around the table for sure, and even not at the same time with the parents. So parents eat another time, uh, children eat another moment, maybe on the floor or on the sofa watching TV. And they they don't even realize, children will never understand because they, they already don't have that foundation because it's not happening anymore. So then- And we think this um, convenience actually helps us, but in reality, it does the opposite. For example, what you said, um, you know, when you make an appointment with someone, you just know to meet them there and then. And then it's like, you know, you don't need a reminder on your phone, in your calendar or anything like that. You just know. And also it builds like a trust between you and the person because you've said that yesterday and you expect them to be there at that time. There is no, oh, I'm going to be late. Can we change this? Everything was kind of more structured, right? Yeah. So there was more trust. Yeah. And similarly, even, even when communicating and sending a letter. So if you sent a letter in the past, I remember when I was communicating with my cousins in, in South America when I moved to Italy. So we used to write letters. And the time you write the letter and send it, it's like you have time. It's, it's, it's Three strange. weeks before someone actually reads it. Yes, <laughs> you have to wait. And you have to be patient. And then when you get it back, it's so exciting. So it's not like that instant thing of, you know, uh, writing a text and then you expect the answer. And then maybe in that moment, it's not even the right moment. It's not, you're not in the good mood or whatever, or you just don't even think through things and you just reply. And that has consequences. Everything has a consequence. And the same with food, right? We think that... Um, you know, if we can eat wherever we want, it's going to be more convenient. It's got to, you know, basically be better for us because, oh, we, we can eat whenever we want. Isn't that great? You know, we don't have to wait for the whole family to be home and all of that stuff. But actually, this produces this kind of weird situation where you don't even have a time to connect with your family. Eating is a ritual in itself and it's a tradition. That's why that's why we we should be eating meals together with our loved ones it's a time to connect and it's a special time because it's a sacrament and we no longer see that as such a thing so we just consume and we just eat 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 whenever we we want when really the spiritual aspect of consuming food has been completely taken out and similarly with relationships as well we think that now if we can you know go on a app or you know meet 
10 people uh, you know in in one month we will be more happy because we will have all of these relationships but actually what happens is we feel more lonely mm -hmm. because we don't have that one person we can always rely on mm -hmm. so it, everything we think those things will give us they actually give us the opposite in the long term and in some way these traditions and stuff they create kind of systems you know like the system now like the system of like uh, I would call it commercial system of like uh, buying uh, food in a certain way that was produced you know by and they are in supermarket chains and stuff and then you have this uh, consumption of like even fast food so you create this the kind of system as well buying anything like buying things on Amazon or buying things everywhere so you create that there are these kind of systems that um create habits no so we know if i want something most people would go on amazon and we think oh i need it actually with prime i can have it tonight <laughs> yeah so you go and buy it and you have it tonight or eating food like oh i don't have time to cook a meal myself i, uh, I just buy it one day it's ready i just put it in the microwave and i eat it so it's like um this kind of system creates a, a habit that can be quite um dangerous in some way they can actually kind of uh i don't know the word to use but they can uh regress mm. our uh, way of uh we should actually grow but it doesn't well, maybe talk about grow. the education aspect of that because yeah. obviously there is a system within the education and it is not to say that we don't need education because we do, but obviously the way that the education works right now, it's not actually helping. It's almost like it does, again, the opposite of what we intended to do. It's not teaching anyone much. No, absolutely not. In fact, actually, that's my thing, <laughs> education. It's um, maybe it was born with a good intention, in some way, because it was a period where there was the industrial revolution. So, you know, they were building all these big um, uh, companies and they wanted uh, to uh, have, um, to create these, you know, like standard kind of products in big quantities. So they just needed people to go and then work like in a kind of a chain kind of way, you know, somebody's specializing one thing, the other one in the other thing, et cetera, et cetera. So, um, in some way, it kind of, they needed to create this education um, system and provide education to like open it to more people so they could be more people kind of um, educated so learning how to use uh, and how to better work in, the, uh, in, in these uh, factories and in these uh, industries. Uh, but the thing is, and of course, from one side, it was great because people started to, uh, be more literate they could actually start to read there were many people didn't they couldn't even they didn't know how to read so that was great but by time it completely changed and and education nowadays in terms of provided by standardized systems um, is actually completely not good for people it's, it's actually evil in some way because it makes us dependent on uh, emotionally dependent because we depend on marks and, and things. So we are constantly and needed that kind of external gratification. We don't know who we are. We're actually very often indoctrinated because somebody tell us what to learn and what uh, needs to be um, when and, and, and how. And so it's not even about us anymore. 
So mm -hmm. this uh, system is not about education, as you were saying, because we do need to be educated, but not <laughs> through schools. That's the, that, that's, that's the problem. Yeah, actually, on that respect, I, I wrote a book about uh, like the dark side of the education system, the current education system, and what, why it doesn't work. But as well, I propose a way forward. Like um, I talk about, I will talk in um, in my I talk in my book, and I will actually in my podcast. I'm, a, I'm, I'm I started a podcast series as well on magical parenting, um, that is about um, understanding why what doesn't work, so we can bring a bit of awareness on that. We can embrace change. And I can uh, propose a method I'm um, uh, putting in place that, um, with uh, families and, and children to bring, uh, to bring up, to raise uh, strong uh, children and uh, uh, strong parenting and keep schools out. I think these systems can be in any kind of other systems that are now created because one is the education system. I was talking about the commercial system, but it can be as well the... Um, I don't know, um, NHS like system. NHS or police, for example. Oh. You know, all of these things are completely, they are important for the society to function properly. But the, the problem is, is that these systems are corrupted. Yeah, and, yeah. But the thing is, though, and I think this is the whole point of this conversation, is that it is not the system. Yeah. The system itself is not a problem because system is in a way like an entity of itself. It's going to, like, it is needed in the society. Yeah, it's again, a structure, an order. It's something that we need. Yeah. But what is important is how we exist within that system because at the end of the day, it is the individuals that make the system work. It's like we fill in the gaps of the system and the system becomes what we are. So if the system is broken, it's not the fault of the system. It's we that are broken and we make the system broken because the moment we keep, you know, looking at an external factor to give us um, an excuse for the way things are, we stop looking at ourselves. What are we doing? we're not going anywhere we have to look at what we can change on a personal level and create and actually try to think of better ways of making the system work not completely abandoning the system and trying to defund this defund that and like have like a complete chaos that's not going to work because we need these things yeah. they, these me. things are not in bad bad inherently no. it's just that the way they are functioning has become corrupted yeah and that's and what I, we need to fix yeah and i think the problem is as you were saying the way they function because systems nowadays are becoming more and more standardized and that is the problem that is standardized so in education everything is standardized and everybody needs to adapt in nhs everything is standardized and sometimes you go to nhs to a doctor and you, actually if you go on google you can find yourself the answer because they just need to follow procedures be police everything is just about it's following yeah, yeah you have to do this this is yes, what's yes. because it's like every situation is considered as the same so and they're not every situation they are not because we are all different situations are different people are different actually people are unique even situations are unique so you cannot create a system that is based on standards and you don't allow the uh, people and situations to actually be considered differently. 
That's the problem. So the more we get into this standardized concept or even ideologies or anything that has to be with seeing us as we are the same and needed to be treated the same, that's where we actually uh, create damages and, 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 and deviate, but in a very regressive way. And it should be more instead of individuality and, and focused on our uniqueness and understanding, again, as we always do, understand who we are. That's the whole point of the whole thing. The more we work on ourselves and understand who we are, our uniqueness, and how we can help ourselves to then help society, because everything is about how we work, then we can actually work in a system cooperating with other people but still remembering we are all different and that is where we can have protection we can have um i don't know nhs in terms of um health like support for health uh, support for education support for anything because it's a fine line isn't it because uh, on one hand we want a tradition that is going to provide a sort of structure a sort of guide but on on the other hand we want to be able to be free to take every situation as if it's a new situation so it's like we have to develop the wisdom to be able to tell apart what is right for this particular situation where we should apply the rules of the society and and where for example sometimes these rules have to be adjusted because there is you know, there, there is just so much variety in life and we cannot fully categorize everything as the same thing. But of course, it's a difficult thing. And unless we know ourselves and we have enough wisdom and knowledge about how things work, then we will never know which, which direction to go. Mm -hmm. And so it's kind of like, you know, we want the traditions to be a sort of map so it's a map, it's a guideline. It's not the journey in itself. So if the map tells us, oh, go that way, but there is a roadblock on that way, we're not going to push through, <laughs> right? Or, or we're not going to just completely abandon the journey and, you know, turn around and be like, well, screw this. No, we're going to find a way around it. And then we're going to get back on the road and get back onto the onto the map where it's telling us to go instead of just, you know, getting lost and you know wandering around aimlessly and forgetting the actual objective of the journey yeah you know the socrates um you know the ancient uh, greek he talked about the just i think city and the mm -hmm. just soul and this makes me think a lot of of, of these like uh, plato when plato when he was writing about this about what his teacher socrates was telling and uh, he was saying that in order to uh, create, uh, sorry, a just um, city or state or, yeah, in, in a bigger scale uh, where things work like properly. So whoever needs to protect will be focused on protecting. Whoever needs to work on uh, guiding and ruling will be doing that. And whoever needs to be focused on like goods and exchanging things will be focused on that. In order for this to work in harmony and, and in a, in a, um, in a um, progressive way, not like growing uh, in that way, uh, is uh, by uh, focusing on a just soul. So it's understanding 
what are your um uh, how your system let's call it system internally works and how according to this system we uh, can um manage ourselves better and in that sense that would be understanding for instance the the, the four bodies so the 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 um, body uh, in terms of like the physical body how it works what are their needs and um, and make that body rule within his um uh, jurisdiction if i can say during his uh, place and then we have the emotional side that of course we need it and there's a reason why we need it but at the same time making sure that it rules according to what needs to be done and not overtake and maybe lead but just doing his job and the same with the mind doing the job of um uh, reasoning and thinking but again not really, yeah. yeah and allowing the soul to actually be the one that's leading the whole thing and on this respect is i know that you did a, a podcast your first first podcast yes uh, i started a youtube channel so yeah. my first video is actually on the body mind feelings so we're gonna link that somewhere below in the description yes and it's actually explaining uh, you explain uh, about uh, this kind of the, the, the three bodies in terms of the mind, the the, the body, body mind, mind feelings. feelings and what they are and that and, and, and what actually what the soul is not in some way and so that would be interesting to to, to watch um, and the next video is going to be about the soul. So what is the soul? That's what it's going to explain. Yeah. So that 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 would be uh, interesting to 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 watch. Oh, it. Yes. Um. But that is uh, the important thing is allowing, according to this concept of uh, Plato's, um, that uh, allowing every uh, uh, part of your body to do their job, but within their um, within their boundaries and within their territory and not going beyond that because the soul is the one that should lead and if we allow the soul to actually rule that's when we have a just soul and when we have a just soul automatically we understand what is our place and our position in a society and if yeah. everybody does it a whole society will be just but by just it means working in harmony and in harmony yes and i think the harmony is an important word because like you said when when we operate from within the soul we are naturally in tune with these natural laws of god and i think it's really interesting how you know these ancient wisdoms are still so valid today and the reason for that is because they are timeless because they are the laws of God, yes, you know, so basically, yeah, we have to operate from within the soul, and then we will naturally know how to, you know, which way to go within a society, what, what things we need to do, and be able to stay connected to this kind of tradition of how things have always operated, but also be able to take a new approach whenever it's needed, and not make you know the kind of mistakes that bring bring about the collapse of civilization <laughs> instead yeah. right so so we can kind of conclude uh by uh, bringing down the blindfolds and 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 creating a bit more clarity about this topic 
So um, we said that the traditions are important. We need to uh, keep them, but we need to be aware of where they are leading. So we were, we were talking about the positive and the negative aspects. And there is positive uh, as far as we keep the natural laws of God in the process. And we have to respect these laws and we have to learn how to live with them. Yeah. But on the other hand, we also have to remember of the pitfalls and realize that by having everything so rigid, we actually stop the evolution of a society and humanity as a whole. And this is the whole point, isn't it? To evolve into a better better functioning society so that we are happier and more fulfilled human beings. And we do that by looking at ourselves and controlling ourselves instead of waiting for the world to change for us and all the while you know making the right choices by being in harmony with the natural laws and being able to go past the sort of rigid structures that might not work anymore yeah because again is this not the system the problem is when it doesn't work, it's actually because we we don't work. Like there is something. It's how we function within the system. Yes. So yeah, I think we can finish on this note, and we thank you for listening and watching. And please yeah. like, share, subscribe, and all of that good stuff. And we will see you in the next video. Yes. Bye.